Welcome to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. We don't shy away and keep secrets here. We empower you with education, telling you the truth about all things aesthetic medicine while encouraging you to be the best version of yourself. It's time to look great and feel good doing it. This is your host, mom, speaker, and board-certified physician, Dr. Judith Borger. Hello, friends. This is Dr. Borger, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about my recent reflections and mindset changes. So, you know, this podcast is all about you living your best life and beauty from the inside out and the outside in. So today is probably going to focus more on sort of the inside and some thoughts and mindset work. Why do I think this episode is happening now? Well, I recently had an incredible experience where I got to go to a conference at a place called the Miraval, which is a chain of wellness resorts in the United States. I was at the Miraval Berkshires, and it is about the most perfect place that I can imagine for me. It had lots of physical activities, it had yoga, it had boot camp classes, it had a gym, a pool, but then it had a lot of mindfulness, guided meditations, a labyrinth, um, and then of course it had an amazing huge spa with saunas and steam rooms and more pools and I got a massage and I got a facial. But in all this, because they just create this amazing atmosphere of rest, relaxation, and mindfulness, I kind of came to really be concrete about a couple of things, and I shall call them my lessons from the Miraval, and I want to share them with you. What are some of the things that I learned that really contribute to my well-being and that might really contribute to your well-being? Number one, digital mindfulness. So the Miraval has a policy of digital mindfulness, which means that in none of the common areas can you answer your phone, can you talk during lunch, or they discourage it during any of the activities as well, which is just kind of amazing because it forces you to be present and not be changed your phone and glued to social media and all of those things. I think I'm generally pretty good at that anyway, but it's kind of amazing about when you leave your phone in your room and you don't even take it with you, how much you experience and how much you think and how much you connect with people in simple everyday conversations. And then they have like this beautiful music playing everywhere. So it just sets this atmosphere. They actually give you these little bags for your cell phone. So one of the things that I'm really taking home from my experience is this concept of digital mindfulness and really despite living in a very digital world, to be mindful that my focus is not purely on the digital and to be as present as possible in the real, actual, non-digital life that's actually happening. So I invite you, I invite you to practice some digital mindfulness with me, whether that's just legit putting your phone in your purse and not taking it out. Um, or we have a no phone policy at our dinner table. We've always had that. But but things like that, you know, just playing with your kids and not taking your phone. 
So tell me how it goes and how you feel about it. Number two, and this is a quote that is on the wall, sort of close to the check-in that I took a picture of and that I really love. And it says, you don't find balance, you create balance. You don't find balance, but you create balance. Yes, I just repeated that. And I repeated it on purpose because I think it's kind of a brilliant, brilliant quote. You know, we do talk about finding balance and there is such a thing, right, as finding on it. But but the whole thought about this is that you don't accidentally stumble upon it. You're not taking along with your busy lives and taking a stroll and boom, there comes balance. Everything that really creates balance in your life is something you actively create. For example, you take time where you say, you know what, this isn't my work time. I'm not going to respond to work emails because nobody is dying. I'm going to respond to them tomorrow. I'm going to have this uninterrupted time to spend with my kids, my spouse, to spend doing self-care or scheduling self. You know, a lot of times we do for everybody else and we don't do for ourselves. So saying, you know what, my nine o'clock Pilates class is really important to me. So it's going to happen. And I'm sorry, our meeting can only happen at 11 before versus always being like, yeah, absolutely. I'll cancel it. Um, or getting childcare or whatever it is. The same, I think, goes in any aspect of your life. Things that you want or that you feel like you need to feel more balanced It is up to you to be in charge of your life, to be the steward of your life, to actually make them happen. Taking a day off, getting your charts done on time so that you don't have to do them at home. Whatever it is, um, exercising, meditating, having that 30 minutes uninterrupted to check in with a friend, your spouse, yourself, prayer, church, whatever it might be for you, I challenge you to create it and to really feel empowered and feel in charge enough that you say, you know what, this is what I want and I'm going to make it happen. What can I let go of to find this balance? Because I think that's really what sometimes balance has to do with is letting go of stuff, expectations, old habits, things that no longer serve you. So I implore you, think about creating balance. It's not something we magically stumble upon. I know I've had to work really hard in my life to create the life that I have right now. I love the balance that I have in my life. I get to work in the ER, in the pediatric ER, which I completely love, but I switched from a half pediatric, half adult role into a full pediatric role. I get to teach residents and then I have my wonderful office, Concierge Medical Arts, where I just love connecting with my patients and doing all the things we're talking about right now, aesthetic medicine. But as I said, for me, it's just so much deeper than how you look like. It's how I get to make you feel, how you get to make you feel, the choices you make, the fact that you prioritize you. So maybe that's part of the balance is the fact that you financially prioritize you. Like, yes, you know what? I am worth that Botox. I am worth paying for that Pilates class. I am worth paying for a cleaning lady so that I can spend hours doing something else versus having to clean my house on my extra day off. I mean, whatever that might be for you depends a lot on your situation, both financially, emotional, physical. But think about 
if you are thinking about balance, if you really go with what your heart desires, what you're drawn to, what would that look like? And sometimes you have to make hard choices. You have to say no. You have to let go. You have to let go of the things that don't serve you and of that old version of you to step into that new, empowered, and grown version of yourself. So let's create balance. It will look different for each one of us. I love the balance that I've created in my life. But you know, every time a circumstance changes in my life, there's something that adjusts for the balance to be recreated. And yes, once you create it, then you can feel that you found it. But that's really, I think, the sequence in which it happens. You have to work to create it. And then you feel it. You feel the freedom, you feel the ease, and you feel the balance. Number three, what my days at the Maribel really showed me was how much I love and crave and need space to just think, breathe, and be. You know, we're kind of in this society where the hustle is almost glorified, but I sort of want to do a little bit of the opposite. It doesn't mean I'm not going to work hard, but I think sometimes I just want to do things with ease. I want to have time to relax. I want to have time to rest. I want to have time to recharge because it really comes with when I then go to work, I'm not burnt out. I can give it my best. I can give it my all. I do it with passion. I do it with my fullest self. But then I do have those moments of solitude, of those moments of introspection where I can think, I can breathe, I can be, I can plan, I can get in touch with myself. And also it allows me to be in touch with me. It allows me to be in touch with what my body, mind, and heart desire. What do I want? Where am I getting next pull to? And I think for me, that also comes along with an openness of just waiting for the unfolding as it should. An openness to letting the rhythm of life come and not rushing things that shouldn't be rushed. Believe me, I'm an action taker. I made it through med school. I made it through residency. I made it through fellowship. I've got three kids. I have a business. I'm faculty. I publish. I speak. I do all these things. So I'm definitely an action taker. But at the same time, one of the things that I'm developing as a little bit of wisdom in life is that certain things are going to happen as they should. Life is going to unfold in this very sort of own rhythm of life. And my job is to be open and to trust and to listen and not to rush things that don't need to be rushed. When I think about rushing things, I really think about that work where you're kind of like pedaling against the current, which is also the thing sort of with the resting and the recharging is, you know, that unnecessarily work, the hustle, the stuff that doesn't get you somewhere. While if you do effective, good things, and if you move when the time is right, then it's just going to be successful and it's the way it's supposed to be. Anyway, I loved the opportunity to really reconnect with myself and ask myself, what is it that you need? My love, I love you. What is it that you want? My love, how can I love you? How can I give you what you need? 
from this place of openness, from this place of love, from this place of listening. So there, sometimes those moments of rest and recharging are really important to me. My time at the Mirabelle was so impactful to me and I can't wait to go back. I am planning to make this a yearly thing, hopefully. It's just the most incredible place and I felt like I really reconnected with myself as a human being and I grew and so I wanted to share that with you. Next week we'll dive right back into aesthetics but as I said this podcast is really about you and I and all of us living our best most glorious lives and for me this is part of living my life the best way and I think we all know that We feel our best, we look our best when we're in touch with ourselves, when we're authentically us, and when we're not rushed, overwhelmed, and frazzled. So I invite you in sort of the season also of being dormant and reflecting as winter comes to, as you maybe think about the next year, think about who you are and what it is that you want and what it is that you need. I hope you have the most glorious, glorious day. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time. If you have any thoughts about this episode, if there was something that spoke to you, please let me know. You can always contact me via my website, theaestheticdoctor.com or via social media at Dr. Borger, Dr. Spelled Out on Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you. Tag me, message me, and most importantly, have a wonderful, wonderful, glorious day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast with Dr. Judith Borger. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. Follow Dr. Borger on Instagram at Dr. Borger and find more online and ways to work with Dr. Borger at www.theaestheticdoctor.com. Until next time, be well.